Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. Make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit. Illuminate these scriptures for us, Lord. Convict and console our hearts. Reveal to us the face of Christ and the Father. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Happy New Year. It's uh, not a joke, right? It's, it is the new year, the new liturgical year. And for us as Catholics, um, the liturgical year should, should be more important to us and should have more of an impact on our life than even the calendar year. Knowing that the, the calendar year, like we can't, we can't function without realizing what day it is and where we're going. So much more so the liturgical year because it orients us towards Christ, towards heaven, and towards his coming and his entrance into our world. So as we begin the Advent season, we are called to take the disposition of those before the incarnation who were longing for the coming of the Messiah. This interior disposition of, Lord, when will you come? Lord, let us see your face and we shall be saved, as the psalmist prayed today. And as we're, we're praying with this in this Advent season, the church gives us these words from the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet begins by praising the Lord. Lord, you are our Father, our Redeemer. You are named forever. Just beginning with this praise of the Lord. But then he, he moves into this. He says, why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? How many times have you thought this? I know I've thought this many times myself and as a priest. I've had so many people come to me. Gosh, like, Father, why, if the Lord wants us to follow him, if the Lord wants us to be faithful, if the Lord doesn't want us to sin and wants us to go to heaven, why doesn't he just make us do the right thing? Why doesn't he just make us love him? And the truth is that God cannot make us love him because love requires a decision. Love is to choose, to will the good of the other, to offer myself freely. And so for God to make us love him is to therefore then take away the ability for love. Love would no longer exist. Because if we can't say yes, if we can't choose him, then it's like we're robots or at best animals. But God... He created us uniquely. Like of the entire cosmos, we're the only created being who has the capacity for love. To be in his image and likeness. Because he desired and longed for us to know and to participate in his love. And in doing so, 
He has given us our intellect and free will to make it, to make it possible. So if you were to take that away, then again, it would make love impossible. Now, the, the, the prophet continues, right? Lord, like, why, why don't you just make us do the right things, you know? He says, oh, then, like, he, he comes to this moment, like, okay, I get it. You're not going to make us do this. And so then, then why don't you do this? He says, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you while you wrought awesome deeds which we could not hope for, such as they had not heard of from of old. Like, Lord, if you're not going to take away our free will, Lord, if you, if you want us to love you, then why don't you just rip the heavens open, right? Let the earth quake and just show yourself. He's, he, basically, he's like, hey, where's the easy button? But, but the, the truth is, right, like how, how much would this really make a difference? How many people walking with Christ himself as Jesus performed miracles, like how many people walked away from that? If I were there, would I have been one of the ones who believed? I don't know. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the Lord's grace today. So what is God's answer, right? What is God's answer to, hey, Lord, like, why do you let us be so stupid? Okay, if you're going to do that, why don't you just rip the heavens open? You know, why don't, when I walk out tonight, it would be great if there was an earthquake right there, like nothing broke, but just the earth broke open and you popped up out of Highland Road and we're like, hey, oh yeah, then I would stop being dumb. I'm not so sure of it. What is the Lord's answer to this desire? His answer is the same answer to Elijah, the prophet. As he goes up, he's on the mountain, and there was an earthquake, and there was a raging fire, and there was a strong wind, and the Lord was in none of these. But it was this still, small voice in which the Lord was present. And Elijah hid his face. What is the answer? The answer is in the incarnation the Lord chose to become a little helpless baby. Lord, rend the heavens. Let the earth quake. He says, no, I will come as a child. Will you see me? Will you hear my cry? In the Advent season, the church invites us to be more attentive to looking for the Lord, to be more attentive for listening for his voice. What does today Jesus say? Be watchful. Watchful of what? For the coming of the Lord. Advent is, is, is meant to be like a mini Lent. It's not as long. It's not as intense. But it's a time of preparation. A time of increased prayer and some fasting and almsgiving. Why? To make room. To be attentive for the Lord's coming. That's what Advent means. Coming. 
And the church speaks about the three comings of Christ. He has already come in history. He will come again at the end of time. But the, the third coming is really the one that's in between those two, that he comes to us every moment of our life. If our eyes are open to see, if our ears are ready to hear. So one thing I want to propose for us, this thing I've proposed many times, is that in this Advent season, for us to be more still and more quiet. We live in a very busy and a very noisy world. So many images, so much audible noise, so many things from these images and this noise running through our minds that it is hard to hear him and to see him when he comes with a still, small voice. But the beautiful gift is that physically, our sense of sight and of seeing adapt quickly. We know this from the truth of like, you ever made a playlist, get in your car, you're driving around, you're like, oh, I like that song. Turn it up. Oh, I like that song. Turn it up. You're like, oh, I like that song. You're like, oh, I guess I do like all of them because I made the playlist, right? Six, seven songs in, you've been cranking it up every time you like the next song because your ears are adjusting. You go in the store, you come back out of the store, you get in your car, you're like, whoa, like, who turned it up so loud? You did seven times, right? Because each time our ears adjust to the level and they adjust again and they adjust again. We've ever gone into a bright room and turned the lights off and then initially it's really hard to see, but, but our eyes fairly quickly will begin to adjust to whatever light is present and we can see more clearly than when we first turn the lights off. In Advent, let us turn off again some of the images, some of the media, some of the noise, so that our spiritual sight and our spiritual hearing may be more attuned to the heartbeat of the Christ child. Lord, why do you let us be so foolish? Why don't you make us love you? Because if I made you love me, love would be impossible. I want you to choose me. Well, Lord, why, why don't you just rend the heavens and come down and let the earth quake? I don't need to because I'm already here. I'm Emmanuel. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Be watchful. Listen. When we're in a room and we're watching TV, and someone comes in, and they're longing for our attention, we have two choices. You can try to ignore them, talk through them while I'm watching television. Or I can turn my attention from whatever I'm watching and fix my attention upon them. And as I do that, I am tangibly loving them. It's an act of love that I came in this room to watch this thing and this is what I want to watch. But now I'm turning towards you. The Lord in Advent, 
Each time we turn away from distraction, each time we choose to moderate what we're looking at, what we're listening to, to be more attentive in prayer, we're saying, Lord, I love you. And I want to be attentive to you. So let us do that. Let us take more time for quiet, more time for stillness, and not only our prayer time, but throughout the day, because we only have so much mental energy, and if we're just filling it with, with nonsense sometimes, or just more and more stuff, then when we are sit, take time for prayer, we don't have the capacity or the energy to be present to him. And the more time for prayer, and I'll suggest again, what I've suggested before, is twice a day to do the daily examine from St. Ignatius. Minimum five minutes, 10 or 15 would be great during midday and in the evening. Asking the Holy Spirit to come and say, Lord, review the day with me. Lord, where were you and I missed you? Where did you reveal your face? Where did you speak your voice and I did not see or I did not hear? Lord, show me now. And then again at the end of the day. And wherever we said yes to the Lord, we thank him and we praise him. And where we have said no, we ask for his mercy and forgiveness. And if we commit a grave sin, then, then we come to confession. But more and more, our eyes, our ears, our heart will be attentive to the Lord who speaks in the still small voice. That as we look for the earth to quake and the heavens to be torn open, will we actually find is a baby in a manger. His heart beating for us. Emmanuel. The Lord is with us. Advent is about renewing this desire for his coming and having a listening ear and a watchful eye. Lord, you are our Father, our Redeemer. You are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you while you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, such as they had not heard of from of old. Jesus said to his disciples, be watchful, be alert. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. You've been listening to the Christ the King at LSU podcast. If you would like to become a golden giver or learn more about what we do, please visit ctklsu.org.